yep, let me tell you how this works out. <laughs> it's not going to be that awesome. <laughs> so, <clears throat> call him. But then on the good side, Hope Solo got all her charges dropped today. What were her charges? The assault stuff? Yeah. Nice. What are you drinking over there, Matt? Uh, Coffee or hot chocolate? Both. Espresso oh. shots in my hot chocolate. Damn. Does that make it kind of like a mocha? Pretty much, basically. Mm. Um, a chocomoco. Yeah. I just wanted a couple shots of espresso, but this was the only mug we had, and it looked a little ridiculous just having a little bit of hot coffee at the very bottom, so I dumped a bunch of hot chocolate in it. Instead. Just to keep up appearances? Yeah. <laughs> It looked a little too ridiculous. It looks looks silly, man. (laughs) Can't be having a big ass cup and a little amount of coffee in there. No, we could not. Good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Tens. Starring the Tens. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. The podcast episode seventy-two. We've dusted off the rust from the break. We're ready to go. What's up with your boy, the Ted Smith? I'm the host of this here podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. Uh, we call it the podcast, and it just is that good. To the left of me, of course, is my main man, my co-host. When he's not here, he's on two wheels somewhere around the world. His name is Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? The things you own end up owning you. Oh, Fight Club. (laughs) Too simple. Back there on the wheels of steel, getting the headphones for everybody before we even know we're in the studio. (laughs) Matt Cobb, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hi, Ted. Man, I think we got to start off today with just big news. Big week this week. Ah, Big week this week. I'm pumped. Big news in the podcast land. Uh, as we all uh, all know in here, and you listen to the podcast, uh, obviously I have my regular day job on the men's room. Uh, Cobb runs a few businesses, uh, whatnot. But Matt here uh, has been working very hard behind the scenes. Uh, he started uh, board hopping some overnight shifts, and then uh, Matt, I'll you know what? I'll let you take it and make the announcement. All year right. 2015, the year of the hustle. Year, year of the, the hustle. hustle. Hashtag year of the hustle. I didn't even think about that. That's a good thing. He's That's back there hustling. What baby. it's all about. Everybody, um, I'm hustling. hustling, 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 hustling hard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, starting tonight, uh, I will be on the air tonight, which is, well, I guess it's Wednesday morning, and that's yesterday for when you're hearing this on Thursday. But tonight, when you're hearing this, I'll be on the air, too, because now I'm on the air every single night during the week at KISW. <laughs> yeah. So, morning... <laughs> Mornings, uh, midnight to five, Monday through Friday. I'll sure. be on. And I just want to give people a little background on this. Like, a lot of stations just don't have a live person in there at night and stuff. So, like, when he told me today, I was like, I didn't even know we were doing that. And he was like, no, I, they just changed it. Like, I'm doing it. So that, that's great work. Uh, proud of you, man. And, and that's good. Yeah, thank you. Know? you. I'm stoked. Not only that, I mean, now you start doing that shift, and you're just going to have a backlog of audio now. Just like... This is what I can do. Yeah. You know, really sharpen up those chops and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, takes what, 10,000 hours to master something. Uh, I'll be able to get there a lot quicker doing five shows a week than one show a week. So, yeah. Yeah. And this has been the so, dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we're, we are moving forward as this cast has been going on, what, a year and a half. You've made some significant steps, you know? Yeah. It's cool to see. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So, I think me and Cobble take some credit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Couldn't have done it without you. The point is, Matt, quit drinking. He's back there hustling. I love it. I'm yeah. proud of you, too. Thanks. It's also crazy, too, is you got the you got the gym uh, uh, training going on yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. You're just, the hustle, man. You're the hustle. It's crazy how the world works. Mm-hmm. And, and again, and I don't know if we talked about this uh, on the cast last week. I know after the cast, I said to Cobb, I go, none of us talked about this being the year of the hustle. I'd been sitting on this theory for, like, two months. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't, like... I never, we never really talked about it, and then inadvertently it's just come together. Yeah, it just kind of bubbled below the surface, and then you know we sort of had a couple conversations that was like, yeah, man, I'm just you yeah, know, we did seem to get out there. the last episode of the year of 2014. We did seem pretty fired up coming into 2015, but we had had no official like talks about how we were all, you know, stepping it into overdrive and kicking off the year of the hustle. It's a year going big, man, going bold. 2015. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can never figure out. You know, it's a thing in life. Like, 
naturally, all three of us thought on our own, it's got to be the year of the hustle. And then things start happening. You know what I mean? Obviously, this happened a lot quicker for anybody on the podcast than I anticipated. But like, <laughs> boom, Matt's working, you know, live on the air five nights a week. Boom, Matt's working as a trainer at a gym. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, it's just awesome. And I always, I mean, Kyle, I know we've talked about this, but I wonder about stuff in life. Like, it, you can't draw a direct connection, but it's weird how it happens. I think there are two two things. One there's sort of seasons in life a lot of the time, and you can kind of look at what what season am I in? Is this the spring and I'm you know working hard and planting? Is this the summer and I've been working a long time and tilling the fields and I'm not seeing anything happen yet? Is this the fall when I'm reaping the harvest? You know, is this the winter when I'm just sort of living off the fat stores and, and cruising? And so you know, I and it's not that it's you know re, that's those seasons specifically, but I feel like. You know, last year was sort of a spring for a lot of us. I mean, we were working hard, planting. You know, as we got into the tail parts of the year, it wasn't really, um, you know, we re- really didn't have a lot to show for. It was kind of the summer season, and we were cruising through. And now, you know, we're starting to get into fall, and it's it's reaping time, baby. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. I've, I I just know, like, like last spring, I changed a couple things in my life. And, it was, and I remember telling people, like, I can't make a direct correlation, but it is ironic how you, you I don't know, clean up certain aspects or – or get more mature, or straighten up about things in your life, and, and other things come to you. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's curious. You know, it's sort of like those those synchronicities. Like as you kind of pull it together and tighten up, like you said, things happen, opportunities present themselves, people come into your life, and uh, yeah, it's certainly interesting. It's the second time today I've heard the word synchronicities. Synchronicities. Maybe I'm synchronizing with the person who said that to you. Well, you do see him every day, so there's a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we started off talking about uh, about Matt uh, getting a fu- uh, well, yeah, full time on the air there, which brings me to the first. Oh man, don't do it to me. Oh, do we want a fun topic? Or you want to have some fun with old Ted? <laughs> Both sound fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you know, let's just get into it. Uh, you know, I've mentioned this before. On the men's room, I'm the youngest member. Yes, I'm younger than Ben. I know he looks younger. Uh, <laughs> I know he looks younger. Save your emails. Right? It's like, I don't want to hear him. Uh, so I've always been the youngest guy. So it's like kind of nice because it's like no matter how old I get, I could always make fun of Miles and Thrill for being older. Yeah, age is relative. Right. So on the mega cast, like Steve's a little bit older, but we're pretty close in age. You know, I'm, I'm 34, he's 40, which if you ever met STP, you would never guess he's 40. Yeah, you guess he's late 20s. He's yeah. just <laughs> bouncing around, like making jokes. Uh, so... It, I'm still younger than him on that, so I'm still like taking pride in it. But on the podcast, I'm clearly the old man. So today, I saw a term <laughs> that people use a lot, and I even urban dictionaryed it, and I just went, man, I, 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 don't, I still don't understand the meaning of this. So if somebody's talking about women and calls them tots, T-H-O-T-S? T-H-O-T-S? Right? Never, never heard it. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, that would be thoughts. Thoughts? Tots is... Like, that's, Mexi fries. Well, that's <laughs> tots is also my hashtag for Twitter on the shitter. <laughs> that's my acronym. <laughs> Would you know what thoughts are? Uh uh-uh. uh. Jesus. It was it an isolated thing? Because I no. need to see something in widespread the... use for it to really enter the vernacular. Okay. Uh, the now I'm starting to think it might just be a white thing because there's three white guys the... in here. Yeah, maybe. T H O T is is it an acronym? I don't know, man. I'm the is, old guy. I'm like, asking you guys. Could, could you use it in a sentence? Well, because YOLO was an acronym. If it's an acronym, I'm going to assume the H stands for hot and try and figure it out from there. You guys, we can handle this like they handle the national spelling bee. I have three questions for you. <laughs> okay, okay. Are there any alternative spelling or any alternative <laughs> pronunciations? <laughs> Not that I know of. Could you use it in a sentence? Walking in today, I saw some thoughts. Thoughts? On the street? Is the origin French? Hmm, can't say. <laughs> Here's what happened. I sent out a tweet today that just said, uh, like, walking in, what I say? I'm not saying her boots were loud, but it sounded like she was wearing spurs. And then I used a hashtag I like, thoughts on a walk. Because I always have these thoughts, right? When I'm walking in. So then my buddy Sheldon, he replies, or it could be thoughts, T-H-O-T-S, on a walk. And that was like the third or fourth time I've seen that term. And like, it's always like, it seems like it's always thrown out about like girls that are a little scandalous or a little hoish. 
A little skanky? My guess is that it's just a shortened way to write the word thoughts. You know, you're out there trying to no, say- No, no, no. I know it has to do with women. Like, look at those- Did, And you looked it up and you couldn't find anything? No. I think it's an isolated situation. Well, Urban Urban Dictionary was not very uh, forthcoming. Just said, like, one said it could be, like, calling a girl a whore. (laughs) A whore. God damn, that sounds old. (laughs) Calling her a hoe. Why did I I go whore? (laughs) Yeah, look at that. Shani's one of them whores. (laughs) Uh, And then another definition was, like, just because you call her a thought or... I don't even know how I'm saying this right. Like, it doesn't mean she is a whore. Yeah, you're right. It's horse. It's horse. So it is horse. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I guess that's what Sheldon was talking huh. about. <laughs> Jesus. The, I can't say it. The, the internet's hilarious. <laughs> Turn off the mics for a second. All right. I think it's got to be an acronym. You think it's an acronym? It's got to be. We're getting closer to whatever it means. But if it was an acronym, it would be listed on Urban Dictionary right off the bat. So well, is this just know. a newer version of like a chicken head? Hmm. You guys familiar with chicken heads? Uh, I've heard it in songs. Yeah. Right? Like, bok, bok, chicken. Bok, bok, chicken heads. Makes me think of No Pigeons. (laughs) You heard that? Sporty Sporty Thieves? No. Oh, man. One of the great comeback songs of all time. So you know how there was No no Scrubs? Yeah. Well, they did No Pigeons. It's like, a pigeon is a girl who be walking by. Her rap dub blue, brand new sparkling five. Her feet hurt, so you know she want to ride. But she front like she can't say hi. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, God, the best line, Matt. You're going to have to believe this. All right. <laughs> your pussy ain't worth the Ramada. Anyway, your friend looks hotter. <laughs> this game is something we got a lot of. Yo, I don't want no. Yeah. Pigeons. <laughs> no pigeons, baby. Sporty no thieves. That's pretty awesome. Great song. Look it up. Yeah. What was the other good term? Uh, do you guys remember, man, this was a long time ago. You guys would have been in high school. Do you remember like 10 years ago, like Mike Jones and Paul Wall were here? Huge. Yeah. From Houston. Don't act like you don't know the name. 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. <laughs> Mike Jones about to blow. <laughs> Before the ice was in my grill. <laughs> You saw my pockets stick out more than my belly. <laughs> Dude, I love Mike Jones. I was at this frat party when I was in high school at that that weird frat I've, t- I've talked to you guys about oh, that yeah. I used to party at. And I remember like on one of – they had boarded up windows. A couple of the windows were boarded up because they had gotten smashed out. And written in spray paint was 281-330-8004. And I was going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a term too, boppers. What's that? Same thing. Like, just girls that come around and just, I'm, I'm guessing from bobbing, but boppers. Or from teeny boppers. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Man, yeah, but- you bitches a couple boppers. <laughs> I always like Paul Wall, too. Similar to an ant, because I'm low to the earth. You got my mouth looking something like a disco ball. <laughs> People's feelings get hurt when they figure out what I'm worth. All right, I don't know why we're quoting rap songs here. What's going on? That brings me to my next question. What is the origin, young fellas, of the new new? What? If something's new new? Yeah, that's the freshest of the fresh, baby. Right, where does it come from? Oh, with the origin? Yeah. I mean, when how you many- you knew about, you caught me, you caught me sleeping, bae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the origin stories, I mean, for so many, I mean, dare I use the word ebonics, any sort of like hood term, like New words in the English dictionary, it's pretty tough to find the origin story for those. Like the Caught Me Slippin' Bay thing was sort of an internet phenomenon and a one-off. But the other ones, I mean, those terms just, they just come out of the ether, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they just, right, they just become part of it. I you know you somebody guys. dropped it and then somebody else was like, oh, that's sick. I'm going to say it and then I'm going to, you know, like even right, we Drake, quote each other. Right, Drake was just the first one to, to use YOLO, right? Yeah. And then it became massive. Yeah. Which... It's a stupid term, but at the end of the day, very truthful. Yeah. And a great song. Yeah. Also, bay means poop in Danish. I told you guys that before the cast. I just wanted to <laughs> let all our listeners know. I love uh, how authoritative you are. Like, also, everyone, be careful. If you're putting this on the Twitter machine, bay means poop. I think that was a nice warning to any girls that may date Matt in the future. He does not, like, don't use Bay. You know what I mean? He is not using Bay. Stay away. <laughs> Do not call him Bay. Matt ain't Stay away bae. from Bay. Right? Uh, what did you call right, you? I can see you texted back, too. Like, you You're know that poop? means shit, right? <laughs> In Danish. Girl. 
Danish. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so the the main topic I want to get to today, and it's actually a pretty fun one. I like. Uh, so Matt's working more. It's the year of the hustle. I was watching a show last night called Booze Traveler. It was on, let's see, TLC or whatever. So the guy, I don't know enough about the guy. I don't know how his name's uh, Jack. I don't. I didn't watch the first episode, so I don't know what his background is. I don't know if he's a chef or whatever. But kind of like Zane, Lam- Zane Lamprey does on Chug with Steve McKenna, the booze traveler, he just goes around, right, and, like, drinks booze with people. Now, it's a little bit different. Like, last night he was in, the one I watched, he was in Mag- uh, Magnolia. Mongolia? <laughs> Huge, oh, difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. By the way, Mongolia. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and everybody knows this. That's a lot of open space still. Huge. The step, the Mongolian step. I was listening all about it on uh, Hardcore History. Great podcast. Check it out. Dan Carlin. And yeah, the Mongolian step is like one of the last great unconquered grasslands. I mean, there's still people out there hunting with hawks. Yeah. It's, and they're just driving around and they're trying to find these camel herders. And they're like, well, how will we find them? They're like, we just got to drive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's nothing. And it's a huge landmass. People don't realize how big Central Asia is. But, yeah, Mongolia is absolutely huge. I mean, think about how large China is when superimposed over the United States. And Mongolia, you know, is a good half of that. And just the Mongolian steppe, man, there's nothing out there. Yeah. Well, how, let me blow your mind. What I learned on this booze traveler. They invented vodka. Let me blow your mind back. All right. The Khans, the Wrath of the Khans is the series that he did. The Khans ruled the entire steppe. Almost all of China, all the way down to Cambodia, Thailand, and made it to Europe. They basically had these armies of horse archers, the most accurate and deadly in the world at the time. Hmm. I only knew about Genghis. Gen- so Genghis, Genghis expanded. I didn't the- know there was more cons. Oh yeah, Genghis had Khan! sons. <laughs> the Khan! Wrath of the Khans. <laughs> Wrath of the Khans. Yeah. So Genghis was, Genghis was the gangster man. He put it all oh, together. Yeah. Like before him, I heard like if you're my. Magnolia. Genghis was the Mongolian. No. Like you're related to him because yeah. he slept with so many women. Th- thousands, Ted Smith. Thousands in all villages all over. So he united the clans. You know that, like unite us, unite the clans. That was Genghis out there, just a hood on the forefront. So he was like in the battle lines, not sitting back in a general's tent, whatever. And he took power by killing his uncle when he was like 14. Oh. 14, he just takes his uncle down. And he's like, I'm the alpha male now. And everyone's just like, holy shit, who is this gangster on the scene? And he just he took control, man. But then he was ruthless. He expanded the empire by like 18-fold to, at the time, the biggest empire the earth had ever seen. Man. They rolled into Europe. They would just crush a castle and then disappear. And everyone was like, what, like, what, what happened to all the Mongolians? Just gone. Yeah. So, the, so I didn't realize they invented vodka. And basically, like Russian, you know, Russians kind of Russia's known for their vodka, but like I guess Russians love Mongolian vodka. Was this potato vodka or something? Uh, no, I want to say it starts with like camel milk or something weird. Whoa! Yeah, not only that, they went to the uh, like the factory. They were using diamonds as a filter. Jesus! Diamonds and black pearls to filter the vodka. Jesus. Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah, it was insane. So then, right, so this guy goes out, right, and they're like, they're camping with these people, and literally, there's still there's still Mongolians like that, that just travel. They're nomadic people, and they set up their tents and everything. They set up a still and make him vodka in like an hour out of this uh, camel's milk. Or, uh, yeah, camels. Plus, he had to milk the camels, which is, I don't know. You ever milked an animal? Oh, yeah. Milked Matt? goats before. When I was before. a kid, yeah. I milked a goat once. A goat. A cow. I milked goats, never cows. Really? Yeah. Huh. In New Mexico. Well, it's where all the great goats are. <laughs> great goat milking area down there in New Mexico. I usually don't really mess around with udders, but if I'm in New Mexico, I'll give them a tug. <laughs> uh-huh. I've always wanted to do that where you just squirt it straight into your mouth. Like, <laughs> I just love the word udders. Remember when Tom Green did that and he sucked on the udder? Uh-uh. Which yeah. sounds like a terrible term, but it's completely clean. Uh, yeah, and he like drank the milk yeah. straight from uh, from the udder. <laughs> like I remember being a kid and be, or being younger and be like, Jesus, that guy's insane. <laughs> He'll do anything. Uh, I should mention Tom Green. We have interviewed him on the Men's Room multiple times, and when we first started the Men's Room, he was one of the most popular people I think on the planet, at least in the states and Canada. And now, I mean, he's still very popular, but at no point has that guy ever been anything except a very nice like guy. 
Like Tom he's, Green is Tom Green. He seems like he would be really nice. I've always yeah. thought that about him, actually. He was awesome. Freddie got f- was pretty oh. weird. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? I think you'd have to mark that. Uh, it's sausage? a movie title. He's he's literally talking about No no no. Oh. No, gotcha. the movie title. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I don't I don't let it go on the bedroom either. Alright. It is weird. He is trust me, some of his comedy is very strange. But yeah, great dude. And I'm getting way off topic here. The point <laughs> I'm getting to with this show, Booze Traveler, was I'm watching it and I'm going, I could do this show. You know what I mean? Like like I can travel around and, and <clears throat> And, and drink stuff and talk to people. I'm a personal really? person. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. So that was my question for you two. Like, what aspect of your life or, like, what are you good at? I mean, like, what, what, what do you think you could make a show out of that people would watch? Nothing too serious. For your thing, I think it would be, like, so some shows, you know, that like David Tell, for instance, did Insomniac. his uh, Insomniac, Love which is it. an excellent show. Great show. You know, blending comedy with the fact that he's just a degenerate, you know, and that was fine. He's up all night and, like. You know, he liked to see the seedier parts of cities. For you, and I th- Jägermeister. Yeah. Oh yeah. For you, I feel like it would be more of like a, a shitty light beer of the area tour. Thank you. <laughs> oh, the local swill tour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so like, yeah, local swill should be the name of your show. Basically, yeah. it's just like you go in, you have Natty Light, or you'll have Natty um, Bow Keystone, or you'll have um, right Natty Bow Old what, Style. What's the Montana? Yingling. Is it hams big, but in Montana? Good. I thought Hams was Canadian. No, I maybe Hams, anyway. Black yeah. label. Yeah, you go to Montreal and you have a Molson, like all you know, whatever the the little like regional, yeah, the local swill is. That would be a great show. Yeah. Where do you guys? What did you drink when you guys were in, like? If you drank local swill growing up, was it Rainier or Oli? We didn't drink lo- so. If we drank local, it was uh, Rainier. But usually we drank uh, Miller High Life in a bottle. Oh God damn! Champagne appears. I, I was always PBR and or Rainier, but PBR more. Was the Beast already done? When I was in high school, Beast was huge. Milwaukee's Beast best. is brutal, yeah. We, we drank some of that in college, not so much in high school. Plus, man, when I was in high school, it was like the, the, the golden age of Milwaukee's best. They had Milwaukee's best. Then they had Milwaukee's best light, and then they had Milwaukee's best ice. I- <laughs> Those things are ruthless. Did you ever yeah. have a Ginny light? That's a big one back east. Genesee? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jenny Cremales. My cousin Tom, he loves Genesee. He still drinks it all the time. So uh, we give him a hard time. It's like when my brother was out here visiting, he was like, I should take a picture of every homeless person I see drinking Genesee <laughs> to kind of mess with Tom, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, Tom, by the way, is the owner of the, uh, the Pitbull. I did tweet that out with a uh, LARP on about his uh, dog kissing me. Oh, I talked about okay. oh, the cast. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we give Tom a hard time, right? So you fast f- or rewind like three weeks ago. It's uh, the Sunday after Christmas. We're all over at my cousin Tom's house. We're having fun. We're drinking beers. And I brought a couple of my buddies, my buddy Alex and uh, our buddy David, right? David grew up in D.C., went to Sidwell Friends. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's not, he's not. I don't know what you mean. What's Sidwell Friends? Sidwell Friends is like one of the, like, it's where Chelsea Clinton went to school. All right. Like, it's it's that kind of school. You know what I mean? But David's a very nice guy. His parents uh, uh, just, you know, they were a little more affluent. So we're talking blue blood, manicured lawns, well-to-do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we're sitting in my cousin Tom's basement in, Baltimore, in South Baltimore in this row house. David takes a drink of the Genesee, and he's like, what is this? I've never, I like this. I have never had this. And we're like, <laughs> are you serious? Or are you, are you, you know, are you, are you messing with him? And he's like. No, man. I think I'm going to really start drinking. And my cousin Tom was like, yes, another convert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, you like what you like. Yeah, it's like handing him a 40 of malt liquor and he just happens to love it. Yeah. By I the talking oh. about St. Night's Special Brews the other day, man. Do you guys ever mess with them? With what? St. Night's Special Brews? No. <sighs> Tell me what I don't know. St. Night's Special Brews was the original like malted beverage like uh, with flavors in it. It's like, you know, like people drinks like Mike Har- Mike's Hard Lemonade now or Mike's Hard Cranberry or Smirnoff Ices. Those are all malt beverages, like malt liquors, right? So St. Night Special Brew was just the first one that came out with that. Mixed fruit, by the way, premier flavor, if you ask me. But, I mean, we would get them all the time. And it was like, it'd be one of those things, like if my brother was going to go to the liquor store for us, not that he ever did. Uh, I'd be like, all right, brother, we need two of these special brews, like, 
uh, 40 and like one other random thing. Basically just like, like he had to walk in there and be like, I am buying for my underage brother. <laughs> but yeah, special brews were the S. I can't believe you never had one of those. You just reminded me, okay, if you end up doing this this Ted Smith local swill tour, have you guys ever heard of a beer ball? The party ball? It's a big plastic ball full of beer. Miles talks about it, but it was before oh my, my time, too. God. No, they still have them in Boston, man. Do they really? That's got to be episode number one. The beer ball, yes. How much beer is in this ball? A lot of beer, Ted. A lot of beer. Nobody knows how many beers are in there, because no one is ever sober enough when that thing is done to have counted. <laughs> is it I like promise a keg? you. It's more than you would expect. So it's not as big as a keg. It's like the box is the size of a 24 of bottles. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. So like it's it's that exact cube box, but inside it's just a sphere, like a, a large basketball, maybe an overinflated men's basketball. And when you push on it, it squeezes in. So it feels like it's almost kind of rubbery. But then when you finally drain it, it's a plastic hard ball. And so you tap it like a keg on the top. It comes with a little tap. And you just, and you can just pump and fill people up with this big old ball. Huh. I need one of these fun. in my life, <laughs> dude. They are they are awesome. Yeah, Miles always talks about the party ball, but when when I was like, they were already gone. I do remember Miller Lite for a while, a few years ago, had like the one you could put in your fridge, you could just buy. But frankly, just well, me and me and uh, me and Shawnee Mac one day were drinking one. We crushed that bitch quick. <laughs> we were like watching soccer. And it was like, oh man, it, this thing isn't to have that many because it's like you can use it for day, you know, a couple days. It'll stay fresh. Like who's drinking this thing for two days, man? Yeah, I've never messed with the the little Heineken keg, but those purportedly do the same thing. The beer ball, though, definitely a good investment. The thing is with that, like when you look at the price per ounce when you're at the store or whatever, that little where it tells you it's just such a better deal to just get bottles of Heineken. I always wanted to try that keg, but then when I would like be at the store and be considering it, I mean, I've tried it with when other people bought it, but I've never. I could never bring myself to actually make the purchase because value. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if anybody's ever broken down like ounces in beer versus ounces in marijuana. For what cost? Yeah. Well, obviously marijuana would be more expensive. Say, yeah. Because an ounce is like three hundred dollars. But uh, I bet it's illegal come st- down these compared days. to like how much it it messes you up or whatever. No, I kinda I don't know what I was thinking there. For some reason I was like, how much like how much is an ounce of beer? Like you buy, let's say you buy a, a Miller Lite at a bar in your neighborhood. Say it costs four fifty. If there was one of those bars, sixteen ounces and a pint. Well, it's it's a twelve ounce bottle. It's, let's say it's okay. four bucks. It's a twelve ounce bottle. Okay. So how much how much is an ounce of beer worth? Thirty cents. <laughs> oh man, beer is much cheaper than weed. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Yeah, thirty cents an ounce. Might be yeah. one of the cheaper products on earth. I don't think that was right, whatever I just came up with. What do you mean, 30 cents an ounce? You're the business major. You're supposed to- Wait, all right. All right, talk to me. numbers for, okay. guy. It's a what, a 16 ounce? No, it's a 12, 12 ounce, ounce bottle. $4. Four for four bucks. Okay, so you got three in each dollar, so you got 33 cents an ounce. Huh. All right. Repeating, of course. Yeah. Well, he, that's just for the, re- that's for the, the rev. Line. Yeah. You know, the Leroy Jenkins <laughs> thing? 33.3, repeating, of course. Uh, by the way, I wanted to make sure I got to this uh, shout out to. Uh, oh, did I just lose it? Come on, Jesus! As soon as I touched it, my oh, Jeremy Saunders. Anyway, big up yourself. Who's Jeremy Saunders? Ted, I can't answer that question except Come on, to say out except to say that his mind will be blown by this. He is a friend of one of my friends who I found out listens to the show. I've never met him. He, I just I heard that he listens to the show, and so I wanted to give him a shout out. He has no idea this is coming, so <laughs> yeah, right, I just cool. blew his mind. But you kind of ruined it. I'm just <laughs> well, joking. I'm, just like, I'm totally joking. You st- you giving out shout outs yeah. mid show? We got to know who this guy is. <laughs> Can you get us a hookup on cheap ounces of beer? <laughs> Now it's on you, Jeremy. Balls in your court. We need the hookup. We need a party ball, and we need ounces of beer. (laughs) Give me one party ball, two buck knives, and an open flame. That is crazy. Imagine if you bought beer like like you're again like you're buying weed. Like, Uh, dude, seriously, I need like 164 ounces this week, like tonight. Like you gotta you gotta tone it down, man. Bro, how much are you drinking these days? (laughs) All right, so you guys have any shows you think you could do? Matt? Uh, I Back when I grew weed, I always wanted to do a reality show <laughs> on that. Uh, but, you know, with it being- They're out there now. 
Are they? Yeah. In like Colorado and Washington or Colorado? Yeah, Yeah. there's one there's one on uh I wanna say it's is it MSNBC? Called like Colorado, like weed country really? or marijuana country. Yeah, Colorado. That that I always thought would have been would have been cool. Now my life's not quite as exciting. Um, you know, I'm just always at the gym or here. And if you want it, if you want a show about me, listen to the radio. What know? about what about a show where Matt you paddleboard lakes all across the world? Whew. You live on a lake. You paddleboard. I could do that. Yeah. Any excuse to get me on camera with my shirt off, I'll take. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, that body. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Girl, look at that body. Uh, I would like to jet ski in rivers more often. That would be that would be fun. Not that I know how to. I haven't done that, but that uh, seems really gangster. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know the um, uh, the slough that connects. Uh, what lake do you live on? Sammamish. Sammamish. Lake Sammamish with Lake Washington. Are you familiar with the slough? Is that the one in Bellevue? It runs through. No, it runs through the valley in Woodenville. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it might be called the Sammamish Slough, but I'm not sure. Sammamish River? No, it's a slough. How deep's a slough? Uh, it ranges. There... That's the crazy thing. I mean, it can be as shallow as a foot and a half and then tall grasses below. So it's really like five, six feet of water, but the grass is almost, you know, almost poking out to. Um, it's probably around about like average of five feet throughout, five, six feet. But what I was going to say with your jet skiing thing is they used to do boat races up that thing, <laughs> big cigarette boats in the 70s, and people would sit up on the banks. It's all blind curves, Ted. I mean, this is like <laughs> the absolute worst racing environment you can imagine. So people would crash all the time and slide <laughs> up on the banks because they're just gunning it, open throttle all the way up this thing and then all the way back down. And so they're taking just blind corner after blind corner, hairpin turns. Anyway, I'd love to see you jet ski that. That'd be fun. I would watch the hell out of that <laughs> DVD, Matt. Are people jet ski in rivers? I just thought it would be fun. You started talking about <laughs> paddleboarding different places. And yeah, I just... You know, I don't want to just be jet skiing on open water around the world. I'd rather just go into some more extreme conditions. I thought of rivers. Matt. No, I think that would be unbelievable. Yeah. I hate to say this, but as your producer, you've got to take on the biggest, baddest river. <laughs> the Nile or the Amazon? The Amazon. Okay. But you realize that it's high risk, high reward. Because, yes, you look like a hero cruising up the Amazon like a boss on a jet ski. snatches me no, up. No, 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 no. Piranhas, my man. Ooh. Piranhas. Also, that crazy uh, thing that swims up your pee hole. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I am. I've heard I'd, of that. I've yeah. done no research. I just know that it exists. But anyway, so you fall down. Like, jet skis are pretty easy to go over on, you know? I'm just picturing him more on, like, a river that has, like, some rapids and stuff. And it's a little closer, a little tighter quarters. So he's got to be manhandling that thing and yeah. just be a boss on it. For that, I think he'd want, like, an actual jet ski rather than that thing we were on was a sea do. The know? Wave Runner? Yeah, yeah. Wave Runner, stand-up ones. Yeah, I yeah. think you'd have to be on one of those little ones for some of those Yeah, rivers. I actually, uh, I think it was this summer. Last time I was, yeah, it was. Last time I floated the uh, the Snoqualmie River out in Fall City, some guys showed up on stand-up jet skis at the end where you put it, where you get off, uh, where you get out of the river in Fall City there underneath the bridge. They brought their stand-up jet skis down there because I don't know how they got them down. Maybe they carried them. They're pretty light. But either way, they there was like two or three guys on stand-up jet skis on that last little stretch, if you've ever floated that river, yeah. um, by Fall City where it's kind of calm at the very end. Like between that log that everyone jumps off and the very end, they're just going up and down that and just mobbing. And what? That's, that's probably where I got the idea from when I first said that without even realizing it, because it just came to me now. But Yeah, like a uh, couple years ago when we had paint in the grass out of the gorge, we stayed at Suncadia. I think that's what it is, yeah. Suncadia. Yeah. And then, uh, I, now granted, that part of the river is huge, but I saw people on that river yeah. jet skiing around, or wave, with wave, wave runners and stuff. Yeah. But that's a massive yeah, yeah, river. Giant. That's what I'm saying. I want to see you like on the Potomac and like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're right, on that stand up jet ski, like barely making right, it. Right. It's like, is this guy even gonna get through? You know what I mean? Like he's not in a kayak, he's on a goddamn jet ski. Yeah. I'd like to see, you know, you hit the Amazon, you roll up there, and I mean, basically, you're coming in the equivalent of a white a, a knight on a white horse, you know? Roll in and maybe I, I don't know, maybe snatch some local women, throw them on the back. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Dude, the Amazon I told you I watched that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the documentary with David Beckham into the unknown. I had no David Beckham. It's only like a year or two old. Him and some friends decide they're gonna ride. They want to ride motorcycles 
through uh well basically through the Amazon the Amazon rainforest. River Delta yeah and then there's parts where they're on the river and, and like I had no idea the Amazon was that massive whoa it's dude there's parts where they're cruising around right and they are white knuckling I don't blame them they're raining these these are not paved roads right and uh it's kind of hard they're in, they're riding like you should boots jeans this and that and then they're like god that was dang you know that was tough and some random local in shorts and flip-flops just goes cruising by on his bike <laughs> and they're like well that guy just made us look like an idiot dude that's like what Cobb says with the scooters it's that's, all relative yeah that's basically what cambodia was like man like we were fighting it out for every kilometer up into like northern cambodia and the locals just rant, 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 you know sandals flying and around a, and sandals yeah. and shorts flip-flops and so that's why, two kids on the back your brother up on the front loaded that's why groceries. Cobb's like oh you want me to go on the freeway on my scooter that's nothing and everybody else over here is like what the oh my god exactly it's insane once you've seen what's possible it's all relative baby yeah your your comfort zone is largely expanded it is insane. Yeah. So would that be your show, just scooting around the world? No. So my show would either it would either be be a travel show because uh, obviously I love traveling. I always take weird modes of transportation, whether it's like you know sneaking onto a bus to immigrate back from Canada, which I did with my friend Matt, or renting a scooter Not or me. taking a tuk tuk. No, to different. Immigrate Matt. back? Yeah. Legitimately, we had to sneak back into the country. <laughs> Why? Did you not have your passport? You know what? No. I don't want to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know like I was like, this is going down a dangerous road. International okay. man of mystery over there. <laughs> or international criminal. Yeah. So basically. Um, what up in a pool? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, you know, I love taking weird modes of transportation anytime I travel. Um, so it might be something like that focused on transportation or uh, little known fact, I actually almost ended up being on a show um, for, I think it was the food network was going to do it, but basically it was a show where we go in and help local business owners that are failing revamp and remarket their business. But that was kind of before all those oh, like series of shows, shows came out. Yeah. So I was going to be like a helper on one of those shows. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Nathan for you. Yeah, that's the best show. That show, I love that show, man. It is so. Have you seen that one? I finally saw an episode of it, the, the ice cream one. It is so awkward. I know Ben, Ben the psycho. He doesn't like it too much. He's like, it's too awkward. Like, it, I don't get it. And I'm like, it is. I'm like, oh man, I love it. And he's so good. Some of those stunts are massive. Yeah, like the one with the what was it? The pig that saved the other animal. Like, I mean, we read that story on the men's room and talked about it for weeks, and then it was like a year later when I saw the show. Like, holy cow. He staged that. I literally only saw the one episode, but it was really funny. Did you see the dumb Starbucks yeah. one? Oh, God. Uh, no, I saw the ice cream one. The, the poop, ice cream. poop frozen yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> right. His ideas are always terrible. But God, that show is good, man. So so awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we should combine all these shows together. Like you, you, like, you pick the mode of transportation to get us there. Matt gets on his jet ski and goes up and down the river. Meets us there. And then at the end, the I'm just sitting there in a chair pounding local beers. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, right. That reminds me. How did, I don't think you covered, how did the Steve Harvey show thing come about? How, who contacted you oh, or whatever? The S- Steve Harvey show was an interesting situation. So It also just re-aired. Oh, did it? Yeah. Someone tweeted somebody, us. Yeah, somebody asked me about it the other day. Like somebody hears. It wasn't on Twitter. They were just like, was Cobb on the Steve Harvey show? I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> nice. Somebody, yeah. I, well, I, obviously it's someone I know. So I was just about to be like, somebody I know? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, they did use your name. It's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically this uh, this chick calls me up. She was like, hey, da-da-da-da, we're, we're trying to find people for the Steve Harvey show. We found you on Match.com. So they go through, they have a bunch, and then I talked to her on the phone, and turns out that she knows, so they- they ask like 10 people, whatever. So, so she was turns a producer? Out, yeah, but w- this chick that I knew from Florida who used to go to school, play on the soccer team with my <clears throat> excuse me, ex-girlfriend, uh, works in Chicago for the Oprah Winfrey show. And so all their studios and everything are right by each other. So I started talking to her, and I was like, oh, da-da-da. Somehow it came up that she knew my friend Reagan. And so she was like, oh, boom, done. And so, yeah, she threw him on the show. Oh, okay. So so they were just, like, browsing just Seattle Match.com. Yeah. Um, and 
then they just handpicked some people like that. Huh, interesting. <laughs> I yeah. do well, like now st- our listeners know you're on match. Yeah. I do get like it. Steve Harvey, and I, I get his point now, but I do find it funny. Like, he's on, like, his third marriage, and now it's like, fellas, <laughs> fellas, fellas. Don't go out there just sleeping with every woman you can. You got to treat her like, come on, bro. You've been married three times. Tell me Steve Harvey didn't take down some ass. Yeah. We all know what he did. And you were telling me you love Steve Harvey, right? Hell yeah. He's one of the original kings of comedy. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of his comedy, too. I just saw a video, though, that was a little bit disturbing. It was like a, a compilation of all the things he said, like, that um, basically, like, what's what's the right word to Contra- phrase this? Yeah. Well, some things were, like, very religiously motivated. And he was like, if you don't believe in God, you an idiot. And, like, he, he won't talk to anyone who's not Christian. So he has, like, that whole thing. He has, like, a thing with, with men and women. I don't know. It was a very off-putting YouTube uh, compilation of basically, like, you know, 20 different interviews he's given in some weird situations. So, anyway, my respect level from him, for him went from a 10 to maybe, like, a 7, you know? Yeah, I like Steve Harvey, the comedian. I like the Steve Harvey show with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. At no point would it surprise me that Steve Harvey is uh, not a fan of homosexuals. Yeah, he has some, <laughs> some right. beliefs that are pretty questionable. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get some of that stuff where he's coming from, like, with women, but it's like, bro, you're on your third marriage. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's easy to sit back now in your 60s in a marriage number three and tell young dudes not to do stuff. But, like, yeah, come on, man. They were the original kings of comedy. You know what I mean? Like, they went on tour. They were slaying. I mean, they were selling out arenas, Ted. It was unbelievable. You want to hear a good ghetto story? I watched that on bootleg in the break room when I was a nighttime janitor. (laughs) 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 I think we watched it multiple times, playing a card game called Tonk. If you know how to play Tonk, I'll give you a high five. (laughs) So Ted Smith's sitting back there playing Tonk, watching the bootleg. (laughs) Doing doing work. I I used to love Tonk, man. It's your classic pluck and disc game. <laughs> oh man, Kyle, we got some emails over there, fella. Yeah. Oh, cheer, baby. What? what did, did you not bring them in? We might have emails. What happened to those? <laughs> I'm just looking. There's nothing near me There's at all. No papers. Anyway. What did I do? Did I throw those away in the bathroom? Did I leave them on the desk? You know what? Here, you guys can talk. Shit. I'm gonna go run huh? out and try to find them. All right. Oh, I got a story about him. Actually, uh, I'm just happy he didn't give me crap about skipping the brunch. <laughs> Did you go to the brunch? No. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go to the brunch. Thought I was gonna catch some heat. Oh wow. What's up, bud? That was very embarrassing. Do you listen to these all the time or do you just do them? Yeah, every week. Alright, well, I guess I'll hear that. <laughs> I heard oh yeah, I was gonna bring up your guys' last comment when I, from when I was out of the room like what five, did it say? six weeks ago. Um now I'm trying to remember. <sighs> Dang it. I was gonna bring it up that week and then it never uh I do I remember who lost. said something. I gotta stop leaving the, the room because I don't listen to him. <laughs> I just put him out there. <laughs> yeah, I listen usually when I'm walking to the studio, uh, so I can get back into the the mode gotcha. we were in the week before. Bring up anything that we said we would revisit. I wanted you know. to bring up the fact that you were. We had uh, for our listener party, Ted. You weren't there for this. We had uh, a lesbian in attendance, and she was all over Cobb. Like, oh yeah, she and he. You know how he can't take compliments, so he's getting like complimented real, real heavily by this nice lady. Like, oh, I'd go straight for him for a night. Da 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 da. da and Cobb's just standing there, like, thanks. I don't, I don't really take compliments that well. I don't really know what to do. Here. Ted, it, it got weird. <laughs> she came up and just, just. Hugged me and held on to me. She doesn't even listen to podcasts. No, she, no, was, she was just in the bar. It wasn't, she was just yeah. in the bar. Okay. No, no, she came with Steve, one of our listeners, Scuba Steve. Oh, Scuba Steve. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, so she gave me a hug, which was cool. And oh, then, yeah, they were sitting there at the yeah, end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like a- I was trying to figure out what the relationship with Steve and that girl was. Yeah, me too. That makes a lot more sense. That's, yeah. Dude, switch her over. Do it. <laughs> I would love that. That's one of my goals. All right, next podcast Switch party. Just even, I just, or I just for the night. Just for the night. Yeah. And I want like a, here's <laughs> the, a little like short hair, like roller derby lesbian that <laughs> just wants to experiment. I want to be the experiment. Rass City Roller Girls. You could yes. be, we could be that mistake. Let's be the, yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. I see, here's how I see it playing out. 
I see like you, you, you know, you get her like swooning, pull her back to your place, like maybe, you know, a couple shots of tequila or something. So she's ready to try something she's maybe never tried before. And you get in there and like, you just go to work because you're trying to prove a point, not just for yourself. Okay. Not just for your community, but for humanity, for men everywhere. Like, you know, like you're, you're getting in there, you're putting in work, like giving it all you've got. And when you finally done, like, you know, roll over onto your side of the bed, you're like, so how was it? Eh. <laughs> you know, like just hearing the, eh. see, I'm taking a different that would kill performance me. of my life. That would kill me, Ted. If I'm in there putting in work for an hour and a half, just nothing. <laughs> Damn, an hour and a half. I'm impressed. No, I'm saying if I was I'd doing it on behalf of, Dad, I'm a six-minute man. Okay, eight minutes if I'm if I'm lucky and drunk. But what I'm saying is if I'm if I'm banging on ha- behalf of humanity, on behalf of men everywhere, yeah, I'm gonna deep. take it to the next level. I will say this though: I think if you're switching a lesbian over just to experiment, I don't think you can go in and just bang away. You got to oh, no. be a little more sensual. No, you know, a take. Lot of- yeah. Ted, you know I take my time. I got those candles in my bedroom, soft lights, always on a dimmer. <laughs> Massages. <laughs> got the clapper. Got the clapper on the lights working. I do have the clapper, man. My no, goal. Nothing yeah. says I never get laid like clapping on and off my lights. <laughs> Dude, it's actually pretty funny. So, at, uh, obviously, I've been a bachelor for a while, and so I keep uh, I keep a thing of toothbrushes at the house. You know, like just those disposable ones. Oh yeah. So you always. I learned that trick years ago. Yeah. So you always just like, oh yeah, and they're, tampons. They're for my sneakers, whatever. You know, like I never have girls over. This is the first time for me. And uh, the thing. <laughs> You're much better. I used to go, hey, there's a toothbrush in there if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> Use that green one. I don't care. <laughs> No, I but was... no, you can't shower. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Take that brush with you. Bitch, I got work in the morning. <laughs> I got to be up by 930. <laughs> so, anyway, you're right, though. The, the clapper just it kills. It always elicits a laugh, and they're like, you've done this before. Yes, that's my point. <laughs> I yeah. just get a medley. <laughs> It's like, right, he has clearly capitalized on a night, brought a girl back, and just clapped those lights out. <laughs> That's always an awkward moment, too. Because I think, like, most guys, it's like, yeah, just leave them on. You know, and then it's like, do we have to turn them out? I go for the dim mode. That's what I'm saying. Dimmer is good. I need a dimmer. Sometimes, yeah, you do. Sometimes I just throw, like, a red uh, shirt over top of the light. It's not a bad move. That's ghetto, but it's not a bad move. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, let's be real. That's ghetto. It's ghetto as hell as When the lights go out, like, ooh, sexy time, throw my red, my red, red tee on Red capital shirt yeah. over top of it. <laughs> that's not good in the streets. Ted Smith's sex tips. Right? All right, if you're going to have a woman over, throw a red t-shirt on that lamp. Make sure it don't burn now. <laughs> right? You got to take it off after you're done. Don't just roll over and go to sleep, homie. Yeah, forget about candles. <laughs> and if you into all types of women, I suggest you get some silk pillowcases. <laughs> Matt, you know what I'm talking about. Hey. <laughs> I have no idea what that meant, but I Some like people it. will get that joke. <laughs> uh, and some people, I'm hoping maybe they'll get us a little attention. Uh, yeah, let's get these emails. <laughs> all right. Uh, first one. Maybe that should be the show. Sorry, Cobb. Ted Secta? Sex no. Tips? Like, the three of us. It's like three guys on a mission to have lesbians experiment with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, he just jet skied up that rocky river. You're not going to experiment with the dude? <laughs> you have to respect that. Here, you have, have to be- respect Have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing the intro being me just getting thrown out the front of the uh, the wild rose up on Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Some butch biker with Matt on the back. <laughs> oh, man. Riding on the back. Riding bitch. <laughs> Another one of the chicks, you know, she's in leather looking over the other. She's like, I want the bearded one. <laughs> All right. Emails. Uh Last week, you guys were talking about uh, me basically blowing it at the listener party. Nothing new. Uh, this email is about that. Wait, you mean his first name isn't Cobb? Mind blown. What? Next year, you're going to tell me his last name isn't MCTP. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is his real name. Yeah. CPT, my last name. The com- CPT. The comma is on the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> That's affirmative. <laughs> 
<laughs> By the way, talking all this river stuff, we gotta. I gotta go float that river with you next time. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. River floating is the move in the summer. I've only ever done it once out in uh, the, on the Yakima. Mike's off. Just about to tell a story related to that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> nice. And since it doesn't involve any of us, I can say that. So, quick, quick river story, and then we'll get back to the emails. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, we went out to go float the river, the same river you're talking about. Uh, what? Snoqualmie? The Snoqualmie River. Uh, middle of summer, like the heat of the day. We go out there, and my friend works at Joey's. Uh, at the time, he worked over at Joey in Bellevue. Okay. So, he just brings out. I mean, exactly what you would expect. Just dimes. Stupid hot dimes, uh-huh. Decepticons. I mean, it was incredible. And I mean, they were east. I don't they, even think they were east side hot. They yeah, were east side Joey's hot. Joey's girls, I don't even think classify as Decepticons. Yeah, they're just hot. Yeah, they're, they're legit. They're hot. just straight up hot. Mm-hmm. You guys okay. been to the one in uh, U Village? Who was, was I'm going out was, with girls tonight from the U Village one, as a matter of fact. That's why I was saying you should come to that birthday. Mm. No doubt. Okay, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it after. So, <laughs> believe that. Uh, so we go to this river float, and like I know none of these girls. I literally just know my one friend, um, and uh, he and one of his uh, his like friends from. He went to this Jewish um, like academy for high school, or whatever. So another one of his friends are there. The and- one with the second best chess player. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I don't know if we've told that story. Anyway, so basically, I find out. Like uh, halfway through this this river float, we're with I mean probably twenty five beautiful girls. Oof. There's maybe like six guys or something. So it's just, I mean I'm just talking up a storm, making every. I haven't even seen my friend. I'm just yeah. only you know only talking to them, trying to make a move. <laughs> Long story short, I did not get laid. Don't you know? I'm not not gonna not gonna spoil the ending for you. But anyway, so uh, I find out that his friend, uh, my friend's good Jewish friend, this guy is on acid. For the first time ever. Ooh. Oh. So we're floating down this river, and you just, you see it hitting him. I mean, is there nobody else, is anybody else in, or is it just him on a solo mission? I think there's like three or four people in. All right. And uh, basically, you you see it. You see it hit him, and you see him like realizing, you know, like, oh my God, like this is what it, the whole experience is happening. <laughs> and he's with a bunch of strangers, right? So he's just, he's going off. He's embracing it. He's not getting scared. So he's embracing it. And at one point, we're, we all pull over to the side of the river, and everyone's kind of standing around, you know, BSing, drinking beers, whatever. And I hear this commotion behind me, just like, you know, you know, you can kind of sense like there's some rumbling or something like, what? Yeah. What is going on back there? I turn around. And I kid you not, this kid's probably like six one, maybe a buck seventy. Okay, and the the river, you know, has muddy sides. I turn around, and there are these two hundred and five pound twins from the restaurant. And my buddy, or my my friend's friend, is has one on each arm, sitting on <laughs> each forearm. Their arms wrapped around his neck. And just for those who don't know, sometimes acid gives you super strength. And I just see him go. And start carrying them up the side of the bank. <laughs> he just realizes his full form. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, settle down, man. Settle down. Keep it together. <laughs> anyway, it was his most glorious moment. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, we saw we saw him peak. I gotta take a leak. Okay. All right, Matt's out. Well, Cobb stood up during that story. I thought Matt was just standing up with you. You want me to uh, do the other email? Yeah, sure. All right. Cool. Do we have anything to talk about, Matt? He's got good news. I don't have anything bad to say about him. Yeah, honestly, the, the guy's on the come up. I love it. Yeah, good spot. Um, he is wearing that sweatshirt that we talked about on the cast from last year. Just yeah, to... I mean, I think the secret's out on what that sweatshirt is. Oh, yeah. My uh, brother's still thriving in his, too. Nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, <clears throat> I met the queen of Hollywood in Vegas. Hey, boys, you guys gave me some advice a few months ago about Vegas, and my trip was postponed until this last weekend. I took your advice and had an awesome time. We spent a lot of time on Fremont, uh, Fremont Street, I think he's talking about, in Old yep. Vegas. Uh, and, I, and I had an interaction with the self-proclaimed Queen of Hollywood, <laughs> a.k.a. a 50-year-old English woman on ecstasy who gave me the longest, tightest hug I've ever experienced, not by choice. She said hugs were healing and just stared into my eyes for an awkwardly long time. It was surprisingly nice just to feel the love from a complete stranger, inebriated or not. It was a great trip. And thank you, Cobb and Ted, for the advice. MCTP, you need to make a trip down there ASAP. Cheers, boys. Cody. 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she was probably on drugs, but yeah. I mean, what's wrong with getting a random hug from a random stranger? I'm impressed that a 50-year-old woman was just doing it big in Vegas. That's, you know? that's the only part of that story that throws me off is I don't know that it, right, like, but I guess why not, right? You're in Vegas. People do things in Vegas they would never do anywhere else. Matt, we read an email about a guy said he went to Vegas and he ran it. What was it? The Queen of Las Vegas? The, no, the Queen of uh, the Queen of Hollywood. The Queen of Hollywood. And she was like in her fifties. Rolling says, on E. Rolling on E. Gave him the longest, tightest hug of his life. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. I yeah. Think. Yeah. People people do things in Vegas that are just insane. And they just would never, like, I, I mean, who knows? That woman could be a hardcore EDM scener and loves rolling every weekend. But I'm willing to bet she was on a trip and just said, screw it, I'm doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're right. Which is how I picture most 50-year-old women talking, which is terrible. <laughs> You're like 15 years older than I am now. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's that's that, crazy. That's that new new, fellas. <laughs> how old are you? 34, so 16 years. So you're almost closer to 50 than 20. Oh, what? brutal. What? Yeah. Not yet, though. No. Well, I know. It's spooky, man. Imagine, right? I mean, like, I don't mind getting older, but it's just weird sometimes. Like, it's like, I'm 34. I'm supposed to be a full-grown <laughs> adult now. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. One of the great justices in life is that everyone gets older. That's true. It's like everyone who's making you feel old at this point, like, we can talk all the shit we want. Dang it. I never remember which words we're allowed to say. Kids. But well, we're not allowed to say sh but at, that's not I, really one that's like I on the know fence. Know that, Matthew. <laughs> I forget which ones. I'm trying yeah. to tell my friend Ted here that at some point we're gonna be his age. We'll get there. Yeah. But you'll always be younger than me, so you have that going for you. That's what I'm saying. Like I remember giving Miles and Thrill a hard time when they were my age now. And like I give them a hard time now for being in their forties. So like it's nice. There's a buffer. <laughs> That's why it's kind of it's also nice to come in here and be like, well, now I got to be the old guy and not know what things mean, which is fine. And let me tell you something. If you're listening to this and you're in your twenties or like, it just will happen to you too. I don't want to do it, but there's sometimes, frankly, I just like a Sunday afternoon sitting on my couch by myself, and it's like this is a great day, you know. Like you, I don't know. It just things just change without you wanting, you know. Like, can you go out tonight? Like, well, I mean, I can. But I got work tomorrow. I got to do this or that. I got to do some gardening in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, man. Got to feed the pig. I think it would be weirder if you didn't change. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, like you need to change, grow, evolve, you know. And uh, I think it's a natural part of life. Yeah. Arrested development's not good for anybody. Yeah, it'd be weird to see like 50-year-old dudes out at the club. Not that I haven't. Yeah, I. It would be weird if it was a normal occurrence, but when it does happen, it's kind of funny. I think I'm approaching that age too, though. Like, like I think like 35 to me has always been the cutoff of like, if you want to go to the hippest clubs now, and I kind of already do this. Luckily, as I have some friends in the industry, like, I'll go sit in the VIP section. <laughs> but like, I don't think I'm just in line. I ain't stand, like I'm not just gonna go mix it up in a club. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, all right, if I can go hang out with my homie, you know, and I, it's a little bit quieter. I can get a drink. I don't have to wait in the lines. Then I'm in for the club. <laughs> Pump yeah. some cubes. Oh, that was a fun night. Yeah, it was. Uh, all right, well, I think it's about that time for a cop topic. Boop, 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 topic. I prefaced this one a little bit before oh, we yeah. got into it, but the, the boys don't know what it is yet, except that Matt probably isn't going to like it. That's all I know. Matt, uh, Matt opened up to me a little bit this week, Ted, and uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't pretty. Not gonna lie to you, I'll let him decide how much detail he wants to share. But basically, pretty serious situation went down. Uh, Matt, Matt may have got quit on at work. We can't say that word. No, Matt may have gotten farted on at work. Yeah, all right. It, I just, it, we don't know which hole it came out of. All right, that's in case you wonder what just got bleeped. Uh, I'm gonna have to go on a limb and say this was during a sit-up. We we can't say what place oh. of business it was at. It Sorry. could have been at either <coughs> job push-up. <laughs> could have been anywhere. Hey, they do push-ups during the mega cast too. People yep. do push-ups so at radio stations. Yeah, not just. <laughs> could have happened anywhere, Ted. So I'll let him decide how much detail he wants to tell right. you. I just initially thought that, as I remember, like you know, like when you gotta take like that president's uh, yeah. test in school. 
I remember being like the little fat kid that would just always fart when he had to do sit-ups. <laughs> Nobody wanted to hold my feet. So anyway, um, obviously, you know, that could scar someone emotionally. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty seriously. Depending on the person, too, that did it, which sounds bad, in, but it's just the truth. If, if any kind of bodily function happens to you, like if, it matters what the person looks like on the gross level. Matt, was he or she hot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cobb. She was. All right. So he still has a hot chick that farted on him. Um, That's a double-edged sword, though, too. Could have been either place of business, like I said. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I suspect that as much as you know, he probably cried, he also laughed. The question this week, <laughs> what at work, inappropriate or otherwise, made you laugh? <sighs> Man, that's a tough question for me because the barometer of appropriateness or inappropriate for us on the venture is, I don't know. You got to go. I feel like you got to do something other than just being rude or a, or a dick. Uh, you got to do something pretty pretty crazy for me to think it's out of line. or or. It can just be a little something you thought was funny. It doesn't necessarily have to be out of line. Hmm. Inappropriate at work. I don't know. I mean, I I know some of the inappropriate things I I've done. <laughs> well, yeah. It doesn't have to be inappropriate. Wait. Just, okay. So you know, how do you something phrase that people the question? Other, oh, yeah. wouldn't know that was funny. I got a great one. It wasn't inappropriate. It was a complete accident. But uh, my boss, Sergeant Hair Club, I, you know, I had texted him something. It's not like we text all the time, right? So I I'm <clears> guessing it was random that my name was in his phone. But either way. After I texted him, like an hour later, I got a text from him that said, Hey, boo, what do you, you want to eat tonight? <laughs> I, I just started dying laughing. I'm like, Miles Thrill, what do I say back, man? I got to say Spaghetti, baby. Right. So I was just like, whatever you want, boo. You know me. I'm cool with everything. <laughs> <laughs> so that was probably the last time I got like a like just something funny happened legitimately. And then he came in. He's like, Sorry. and I was like, oh, man, that was great. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. What was the question? How was it phrased? Well, we know I, what happened. I just to Matt. remember the setup, yeah, and what it made. The question me was think what? Of. What at work made you laugh? Yeah, um, at work made me laugh. Uh, well, I didn't laugh at the time when the uh, when the event that you referenced that I specifically <laughs> said, yeah, I don't want to talk about this on the podcast when oh, I told you that story. That's why I kept it generic. That's why I kept it generic. All he's, I said was you were farted on. He's pulling the miles on you. Yeah. I kept it generic. <laughs> My man was farted on. I didn't say where. I didn't say whom. All right. Well, my uh, man was farted on. Yeah. At one of my places of work, someone farted during a push-up, but I didn't laugh at the time because I was being professional, but I laughed about it later. <laughs> I tried to laugh about it in confidence on the phone with one of my friends, but apparently now I'm laughing about it on the podcast. Dude, I'm not even kidding. He literally calls me up and he's like, hey, man, wanted to talk to you about this now since I won't be able to bring it up on the cast. <laughs> so I was thinking like, all right, but I could bring it up on the cast and it'd be fine. What goes on at the uh, tank place? There's got to be funny stuff that happened there. We we really only had one incident that made me seriously snicker. So obviously with the tanks... People are getting naked to go in them. There's a lot of nudity, right? Yeah. So one of our tanks is is ADA compliant, so handicap accessible, everything. And uh, so we had kind of an older uh, client, woman, come in. I wasn't there at the time. I just heard the story secondhand. But basically, she, she wasn't in a wheelchair or anything like that. She just, you know, older people, they have trouble standing up a lot of the time. So, you know how they have like those recliners that'll, you know, hinge forward and all that? Yeah, like the they like I always see the infomercial. I'm up at night at uh, the uh like the tub. You just open the door and then you can get in the tub and take it instead of having to like get step over the thing into the tub and Exactly. So this is a giant tub and the door doesn't swing open. So basically this woman was laying in there and she she couldn't stand up. And it's it was one of the full it was the big one. It was yeah, the, the, tall the one. ocean. So the guy who's working you know, the woman who was with her, because she had like sort of a handler is really the wrong word. A caretaker, thank you. 
handler just yeah not a friend so well right she had a friend there and the friend comes out and she's like hey uh she she can't get out she can't get up in there so my man big ups by the way uh employee of the year goes in there pulls off his shirt just hops in the tank picks up this naked saggy lady just beasts her out of out of the tank and into the shower fully nude 90 90, 92 years old. Whoa. Yeah. So anyway, I had, a, I had a pretty good laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny and awkward for him. I do have to say, though, I respect this woman at her age saying, I want to get in a flotation tank. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's, that's gangster. Was, yeah, it was cool. Oh, God. I bet that had to be. Well, I don't know. Like, she either was super embarrassed or she's just like, I, I don't care. She didn't care. The just kid who was 20 years old pulling her out cared. Yeah. I bet he was mortified. Like, that's just like. Okay, and like you got to go in, like I mean, it's not just seeing her, like you're touching her, you know. You got to like. Did he like stand over and pull her up? Yeah, man. He had to like, get under her arms. Man, I never thought <laughs> about that. Is she heavier? She was. Uh, she's probably like a buck sixty, buck seventy. She's okay. not small. No, not small. Whew. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Hero. Anyway, employee of the year. <laughs> employee of the year. <laughs> yeah, he gets the trophy. Oh, man. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, congratulations again to Matt. Thank you. Hear him every night now from, uh, what, midnight to 5 a.m.? Midnight to 5, yeah. Yeah, Sunday. Doing uh, it. Right, that's, I never know what to call that. Monday. It's Monday through Friday morning, midnight to 5. So Sunday night at midnight, right after uh, Loud and Local, if you want to look at it that way. Or Monday morning when you wake up at 4, Damon. Um <laughs> He'll still be there. Yeah, exactly. By the way, I think it was Marty's birthday like last it week. It was. I called him, actually, and wished him a happy birthday. Nice. I wished him a happy birthday on Facebook. I know. He's very stoked about that. Cool. Let me know. Yeah. I thought Which... you were going to say congratulations for getting c***ed on. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the funny thing, too, is about Marty. When you talk to him, tell him, Marty. Marty's this crazy guy that's a big fan of the station, a uh, uh, big fan of Matt's, too. <laughs> Marty's a very nice guy, and he'll be like, no, I'm crazy. <laughs> but- so Facebook, like, obviously everybody knows now. Like, I used to do it. I don't do it anymore. If I know you, I'll t- send you a text or something. But for Marty, I was like, you know what, Marty? I'm going to break my thing and go ahead and wish you a happy birthday on there. And then, I, and then I was like, I felt great. I was like, I think I'm the first one. So happy birthday, Marty. Nice. I always like that guy. Uh, so there we go. Episode 72. Now you know our future plans in TV. I can't wait. I don't know what we're going to call that show. With uh, One guy's drinking. One guy's sneaking us on trains. The other guy's riding a jet ski. <laughs> Up and down dangerous rivers. Either way, it's packed with adrenaline and booze. Kind of like the podcast. So that's episode 72 for MCTP. For Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. Cheers.